Hello and welcome to another episode of A Hepatalk. Today, I want to talk about something called the Greek Battalion. The Greek Battalion was a unit of the United States Army that fought during World War II. It was a unit that was intentionally composed of mostly Greek Americans and some sailors who were trapped in the United States after World War II broke out. And they were tasked with going back to Greece and essentially sabotaging enemy forces. So let's get into this story. In 1943, United States President Franklin D. Roosevelt, who, by the way, and this is for another podcast, was an initiated member of AHEPA Chapter 25, something a lot of people didn't know. Well, anyways, President Roosevelt signed an executive order establishing the 122nd Infantry Battalion. Why is this significant? Because at the time, Greece, the modern Hellenic Republic of Greece, was marking the 122nd anniversary of the Declaration of Independence on March 25th, 1821, from the oppression of the Ottoman Empire. So what happened was President Roosevelt had sent the then director of the OSS, the precursor to the CIA, to a fact-finding mission in Europe to see what the military strength of the enemy was in that part of the world. Well, they came back and reported to President Roosevelt that neither the United States nor Britain were capable of defeating the Axis powers with conventional forces alone. According to the assessment, what would be needed were highly skilled forces able of engaging in guerrilla warfare and acts of sabotage in order to prevail in the war against the Axis powers. To this end, President Roosevelt appointed a major by the name of Peter Klanyos of Manchester, New Hampshire. Now, he's important as commander of the 122nd Infantry Battalion because he was actually the first person born of Greece to graduate from West Point. He was actually born in Sparta in 1907. He arrived in America with his father and one of his four sisters in 1912. And in his life prior to West Point, Planos was uh, noted because he founded the Order of Ahepa's junior order, the Sons of Pericles. So also it's worth noting that OSS agent Harry Lagoudakis and AHEPA Supreme President George Fournas were actually active in recruiting members for this special operational group. There's also a rumor, which I'm still trying to confirm, where an AHEPA cipher was used to transmit coded messages while operating behind enemy lines. Now, the Office of Strategic Services, precursor to the CIA, was active in organizing operational groups which were specific for covert action in the theater of action. It's worth noting that the Greek Battalion was actually one of the most successful operational group during World War II. One of the reasons why this operational group was overlooked by history was the fact that it was kept secret for over 40 years. Now, the 122nd trained in Fort Carson, Colorado. There is an interesting photograph from that time which famously shows the 122nd marching and there is a photograph of two flag holders where one is holding the American flag and right next to him is another person holding a modern Greek flag. It's worth noting because this is the only time the United States military has ever allowed a foreign flag to stand next to the American flag in in a United States military unit. It, it's kind of humbling and very dramatic if you understand the meaning of that. 
Now, the person who was instrumental in setting up the review for the OSS was the uh, founder of the OSS, the World War I Medal of Honor winner, Colonel William Donovan. Uh, he was a famous uh, Wall Street lawyer also. It's interesting because he believed the rich ethnic makeup of the United States would provide second-generation American soldiers with special capabilities to support local resistance organizations. What this means is, basically, they probably had a good connection with working in that environment, spoke the language, and were able to get the job done. The men recruited for these special operational groups were tasked with being physically fit, intelligent, motivated. They had to be trustworthy and resourceful soldiers with the required language skills and cultural knowledge of the area. This was important because they would most likely be acting with zero support and behind enemy lines. All these units, and the Greek battalion particularly, were volunteers. Nobody was drafted into these units, and each and every one of them were told that less than 10% of them were expected to live. In other words, there was a 90% chance they would die, but they did it anyways. In the end, a force of 12 officers and 120 non-commissioned officers qualified for this battalion. They were deployed by sea, through covert landings, and by parachute. They were broken up into eight distinct units which operated throughout Greece doing acts of sabotage, etc. Now, here's the remarkable part of this story. Remember what I said about what their expected casualty rate was. It was supposed to be 90% fatality. Well, despite being behind enemy lines, despite working without any kind of logistical support, and the overwhelming odds of being surrounded by the enemy, the Greek battalion only suffered three combat fatalities and 23 wounded in action. This is despite an order of Hitler's, a direct order I might add, that Hitler put out in October 18th of 1942 that stated, from now on all enemies on so-called commando missions in Europe or Africa challenged by German troops even if they are to all appearances soldiers in uniform or demolition troops whether armed or unarmed in battle or in flight are to be slaughtered to the last man. So apparently the operational groups, and in particular the Greek battalion, really had an effect on the enemy. Now, based on what has been so far publicly released, the eight groups conducted 76 operations throughout Greece, accounting for more than 2,000 enemy killed, wounded, or captured. They destroyed 15 bridges, 11 locomotives, 32 train cars, 63 military vehicles, and six garrisons with more than 9 kilometers or 9,000 meters of rail track destroyed. And it wasn't all in one section, but one little piece of a railroad destroyed suddenly the whole line is not operational. So the whole Greek battalion remained a secret for over 40 years after World War II ended. It was not made public until the 1980s during the Reagan administration, and many of their exploits remain classified to this day. If it was not for the declassification in the 1980s, nobody would know about their heroic exploits. On the 26th of May in 2005, they were recognized with the unveiling of a statue in Athens, Greece. They were honored at the unveiling by the then Greek defense minister Spilios Spiliotopoulos of the Greek military at the Armed Forces Park. 
there in Athens. In his address to the U.S. and Greek officials, veterans, widows, and family present, he stated, The actions of the Greek-American volunteers express in general their contribution to all our nation's struggles and exemplifies the attachment to modern Greece with the ancient values and ideals of our Hellenism. Well, that's everything I have for you today. If you have any ideas, subjects, or interviews that you would like to suggest, please email us at contact at ahepatalk.com. Thank you.